Welcome back to Bad Choices, Good Stories. I am here with a couple of friends, actually. Um, I'm going to take this time to let them go around the room and introduce themselves. Um, we'll start with the guest of honor. Go ahead. You're going to introduce yourself. You talking about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to the Hi wall guys, behind my you. My name is Hunter. Um, me and Jamarcus go way back. We're... Uh, friends from college. Uh, I live in Illinois now. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm here to talk shit. So <laughs> let's see what happens. I love that. Next, who wants to go next? Aaron's chewing, so I'll go. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Biani. Oh, wait, hold on. I messed up. Hi, my name is Biani. Hi, Biani. Hi, Biani. <laughs> um, me and Jamarcus go even more back, way back, like way, way back. Um. Yeah, I live in Griffin. How long we go I back? I commute reality? every day, for forever. Yeah, forever. All literally. I do is work and drive. We go That's all the way. I do. We go all the way back to middle school. That's we how... go way back. We've like known each other basically half our lives at this point. Yeah, a, a long ass time. Um, uh, sir, you gonna introduce yourself, or you gonna keep sucking on that straw? Hello, everyone. My name is Sean. Um, I live on the internet, <laughs> and I'm very excited to be here today. <laughs> you don't stop playing around like you ain't got one of the most recognizable voices on this podcast right now. Right, like I'm going you to You ain't fooling nobody. What? All I said was my name, which is Sean. <laughs> I hate it. Welcome, Sean. That's I like Sean. middle name. I know, yeah, Deshaun. Yeah, okay, welcome, Sean. Um, I don't know who Sean is, but I appreciate him being here, y'all. Surprise guest. Wait, but if she's Tyron, then I'm Jamarcus. Okay. <laughs> Wait, well, who does that make me? <laughs> uh, you could be Biani. I'm... <laughs> okay. Oh. okay, let's restart. Welcome. Okay. This is my podcast. <laughs> Alexa, in the call. <laughs> oh my god! You're just gonna leave. <laughs> I'm sick. Uh, I don't even know what this show is anymore. I don't even know what just happened. But <laughs> welcome back, y'all. Uh, thank y'all for being here. I appreciate. All of my friends coming to join me. Um, I have a smile on my face right now for the, all the people listening. Um, it's just so great to see all of these beautiful faces. Um, so let's get this thing started. It's been a long time since we've all like actually been able to like do something, and I'm I'm very happy to see y'all. Y'all know that point blank. I see Biadi just about every week, and. Must be nice. I just talked to Tyron the other day. So, you know, um, this is the first time that I've seen Hunter since he left. <laughs> so, thank no you. No fame, literally. Um, I miss him. So, let's get started. Uh, the very first thing that I want to talk about, um, I have to talk about this with you just because I know you'll understand. Um, there's this tweet that I saw the other day on my fuck-ass timeline. Um oh, so the tweet says, uh, what's, what, what is it called when you're attracted to masculinity in women and femininity in men? Hmm. Mm. So like, is there an answer? Is this like a punchline situation? No, it's, it's, like... it's literally what, what do you think? Because that's the, that's the question that was asked on Tinder. Uh, uh, Tinder. 
Twitter. Uh, mm. um, some of the comments, um, I call it recognizing a soul for its true state of being and not the gender role it's felt forced to live in. Um, we're attracted to authenticity because they're radiating on a higher frequency when doing so. It's inevitable for someone to love it. Um, let's see. Someone said ambidextrous. <laughs> and then the one below that says ambisextrous. I, I'm sick. Um, someone said bisexuality. Um, I just appreciate when someone can flawlessly bend gender norms. Uh, so yeah, it's honestly, up to, oh, I like, this one is my personal favorite. Um, it's a bisexual Uno reverse <laughs> card. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I want to know your opinion. How do you feel about this tweet? No, I think it's fun. You know, I think it's really cute how all these people have these really sentimental answers, but, um, I'm just going to say some people are just, they like to be different. Like, honestly... I don't know. Uh, I would have to say my favorite was probably ambisextrous, though. I think that's. Uh, I think that's my favorite. I think we should just name. I think we should rename bisexuals. I think ambisextrous is just like. Mwah. <laughs> that's gonna be my new Instagram handle, ambisextrous. Um, I think personally, I kind of feel like. Um, well, it makes me think about this TikTok I saw a few days ago um, on my on my page or whatever. Basically, it was this black guy. And he was more like feminine or whatever. Then you had this masculine white girl. Um, and the comments were kind of similar to what you were talking about. Um, in that situation, I, I love that, Frosty. I is that an I, I, okay, if this is the video <laughs> that I think you're talking about, <laughs> I've seen this video multiple you saw times. It and where, like, I they, fucking um, screamed. They hands and they go, hey, uh, yes. Uh, that one, yeah. <laughs> I saw that video. Because somebody, somebody said they unlocked the key to heaven. <laughs> Girl, oh why are God. why are all of our for you pages linked? Like, <laughs> why we got the same for you page? Because all we do we is send each other the same things. Wait, exactly. We do exactly. Because nine times out of ten, the stuff that Jamarcus has sent me sometimes, I probably liked it before he sent it to me, and then vice versa with everybody else. Yeah. Also, these TikTok trends, they just, they get out of hand. They're getting way out there. This whole berries and cream talk, I don't know if y'all are on it. Oh, my God. Girl, oh my... they will not stop. <laughs> they won't let me no. have a single moment of peace. I want them to do a TikTok trend. I, well, I'm going to say this. Sometimes I selfishly want them to do TikTok trends to bring back stuff that I was obsessed with. Because <laughs> I'm going to love it regardless. I'm not going to hate it. So I really want them to do the education connection commercial. <laughs> commercial. Girl, no, be a trendsetter. That's I gonna do well. Love that freaking song. Like I know that song bar for bar, word for word, to this day. Like if they did an education commercial, um, education connection commercial TikTok, I would live for it. Like I would die. Okay. So I'm gonna like, say this. On. I would literally have to sit here and scroll back through my whole catalog of TikToks because I'm pretty sure somebody <laughs> did remake the commercial. Um, oh, I love that commercial. Like, that's just such a good commercial. For like, free. <laughs> with with education connection. Oh. Like, that, it was so <laughs> catchy for what? Like, oh my goodness. I Girl, I want, you know what? It. An even deeper cut for me is the J.G. Morgan, like, <laughs> <laughs> cool. 
if you have a cash settlement and you girl, oh, I didn't even JJ know what like, I didn't know what suing anyone was. Like I didn't know nothing about it. My little like six year old ass was sitting in front of the TV, like, give me my fucking money, JG Morgan. Like, yes, I want my like, cash now. My I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. Anyway, uh back to the tweet. Um I don't I let's see. For me, I don't I don't know. That that tweet is I don't know. It was kind of weird for me um, just because I don't I don't necessarily look for feminine or masculine qualities or emotions like that. Those things don't bother me. Um, that it's not something that I t- just typically look for in a person. Um, so I don't know what that would be called um, or what you would classify that as. But I do like ambisextrous. Um people are people you know you're gonna either you're gonna love a person or you're gonna hate a person you know either you're gonna be attracted to them or you're not that's just kind of how it goes your girl's a mess so i'm just looking for stability is that one of the options like i just (laughs) right like i don't i don't i don't really i'll care if you're masculine or feminine i just need to be able to like pay your half of the rent like are you you need to make a new flag for ambisextrous oh that would be fun Yeah, what would the colors put, be though? No, he should print the Uno card onto the flag. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I'm sure that would like infringe on copyright or something. Like, who cares? Who cares? Mattel got all that money. They'll be all right. That's right. <laughs> they all they right. won't even care. No, and them they'll probably make a gay pride Uno set. Like, oh no, everybody yeah. likes to capitalize when that time comes around. Right. You know what? I'm surprised it hasn't happened. Facts. Has it not happened? <laughs> Maybe it has. Uh, I, I think like my it favorite this last Friday, to be honest. Wait, like while we're on the subject, I don't know if it's ever been discussed on this podcast. But can we please talk about some of like the worst examples of the fucking like capitalization of Pride during Pride okay. Month? Oh yes. my god! The way that Skittles. <laughs> what? Like your idea was to get rid of the rainbow during Pride Month? Right. Like, how did that make sense? How did like, that what like, is make this? any sense? Move! Oh my god! <laughs> it's a mystery pack. Like you, know, you don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. Cool. What? They got, their whole brand was rainbow, and they were like, you know what? We know that it's the month of the rainbow, and like, we're just gonna be white. Not even but like the thing just is, colorless. Like, they really were just white. Think about it though. Like the core Skittle colors, like I'm not talking about the tropical pack. I'm not talking about the smoothie pack. I'm not talking about none of that stuff. Like the core pack of Skittles is not even the rainbow. It's like the red color family will or whatever, or orange, however you want to put it. Because what's in it, you got red, yellow, orange, green, right? Yeah. And purple. And purple. And then purple You're is only missing up most of the time. Yeah. So it is the Isn't rainbow. Giving Roy yeah. Kiss? Not really yeah. though. Like partially. their whole tagline was literally "Taste the rainbow." Right. Because look, let's see. Yeah, the only color they're yeah, missing is blue. Get old gum. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was the best mm-hmm. gum. That was on the delicious. Market. That was delicious. The flavor that never lasted long enough. It didn't ever do. Same thing with Hubba Bubba. I feel like too like Maybe after thirty minutes, the flavor is gone. It's not it. But it's good though. I eat it. Oh yeah. Oh, see. Okay, I found it. So on on the on the package it says only one rainbow matters during Pride, <laughs> and so all the Skittles are grayed out except for this one little red Skittle in the <laughs> in the logo. Like what? But they're not even gray. Like I got 
One of my coworkers <laughs> bought me some because you know, like. See who you love for your pride. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of LGBTQ plus? No, but that one. <laughs> no, but he got me one, and they're literally white. Like I don't know, Skittles. Like, are we gaslighting? Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna make these accusations. <laughs> Yes, we are gaslighting. That's what we're doing. Wait a minute, let me stop. Skittles, <laughs> please sponsor us. Oh, I'm sick. I'm okay. sick. Um, anyway, moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. Um, okay. Um, Jesus, let me get my mind together. Um, so, Tyron. What's up? Since you're here. Deshaun. Yeah, Sean. Deshaun. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even Deshaun. He just called himself Sean. Sean. Oh, <laughs> Welcome, Sean. Um, okay, this one, this one's for you. Um, as a bisexual. Wait, hold on. Before you ask, be careful. Be careful what? Because I'm not going to answer certain things on the internet, I, so just be careful. <laughs> Please. He has it's a, a career to protect. I, did you, uh, I didn't know if y'all got it too, but I got an email from Sean. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was an NDA. I didn't sign it yet. Well, Sean didn't I, send it I, to I me, so Sean it. is fucking up. I archived it, <laughs> deleted, sent to the trash bin. Um, okay, so as a bisexual, uh, that's mm. more more so a bisexual male. Do you prefer men more than you prefer women? Why would you ask me that on this podcast? Because <laughs> the purpose of this podcast is for people to be open and honest. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh my god, I'm weak. Um, that's kind of a hard question for me because honestly, sometimes I just feel like people are too much to deal with period if that makes any sense at all like i really don't like anybody that's kind of where i'm at right now <laughs> you heard it here first guys sean is coming out as asexual Just congratulate but no in all seriousness no but no in all seriousness like i really feel like for me it's not really a preference of like what do you like more for me it's about um who do i feel like i could be myself with that was a conversation that i was having earlier i recently reconnected with one of my um like childhood best friends mm -hmm. and really the best thing that i can say is the reason why i care so much about her was because she was one of the few people who i felt like i can be my complete self around and not feel like I'm facing any scrutiny or anything like that so it's like something that I will look for in a significant other is can I be myself around you without feeling like I need to filter what I'm saying or what I'm doing and I'm not like a vulgar person or a problematic person it's just like do I feel like I'm gonna get like a little what's the word a tingle trying to find a word <laughs> no <laughs> those butterflies <laughs> in your stomach <laughs> No, wow. am I gonna Any feel flutters? Like easy? Right. No, it's not even that that kiss that makes so inappropriate. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I I just wanna I just wanna feel like I can be myself around somebody and not have to worry about um 
being judged or scrutinized. That's what I'm trying to say. Y'all are being inappropriate. No, no, oh no, 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 no. I, we're, we're sorry. Look who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> it was about to happen. The nasty people. I'm the world. so it's sorry. It's all out of love, though. I um, never mean to pass the boundary. I, 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 I will speak of this. I, I agree. I, I, you, you always want to be in a conversation, uh, uh, relationship where you feel safe and comfortable. Um, for yeah. me, I do. But for me, I will say this. Look. Um, most situations that I've been in. Like, it's really about how I feel about the person, mm-hmm. point blank in the period. Because the thing is, it could be either or. If I don't, if my mind is somewhere else, it's not going to happen. And that has happened time in and time out. Yes. So, go ahead. I got you. Um, I agree with that. You know, uh, you want to be comfortable. You want to be able to be yourself and not feel judged, I guess, in yeah. a way. Um, for me personally... I'm one of those people, sexually, I prefer men over women. Go ahead. Just because it's easy. Um, you know, they're, the only expectation is to fuck. And, and I'm okay with that. Like, I've been, you know, I've been a hoe for years now. Um, shout out to Hunter for <laughs> turning me into a hoe. <laughs> um, but it's, it's just easier because men know what they want. Boom, bang, pow. Uh, women, it's a little harder. It's a little more. It's a little more time invested in it, cause and you know sometimes you do find women that just want to fuck and be done and move on and go to the next person. Cool, great. Um, the whole relationship vibe, in that sense, I feel it's it's a fifty fifty split. Um, just because I'm one of those people, I would rather date another bisexual male or female versus a straight homosexual or straight heterosexual female. Does that make sense? That's fair because I kind of feel like if you're dating another bisexual, they will understand where you're coming from. The thing is, you want somebody you can relate to. And I feel like that's for everybody. You want somebody you can relate to. I will say this. one of the, I kind of feel like one of the downfalls within, like, a specific community, Altino Shade, is the like emphasis on sex. I don't know if anybody else wants to like chime in on that, but I kind of feel like nobody wants to date anymore. Nobody wants to fall in love. Nobody wants to like, you know, go to a movie, like go go on a dinner day, like go on like five or six proper dates before like you come over and hang out like no everybody just wants to hang out and be all sexual and shit like that and i mean i personally i don't go for that i don't care for it so i will say i think Mm -hmm. and not to get all into like theory or whatever because this is not the place (laughs) for it but i will say i think a lot of that has been going on since like the 70s you know when it was Going illegal, you couldn't, be in a era. Yeah. Well, you, you couldn't be with somebody like that. Like, you couldn't go to the movies like that and stuff. And so I think the whole culture kind of grew up around cruising and quick hookups and, like, a lot of shame. And I think hookup culture is a, is shame. I think it's, you know, still some sort of lingering shame from past generations. Uh, so I definitely feel your pain on that one. Um, and so, yeah, no, I... Uh, I agree, Tyron. 
but I do say I do think that hookup culture is still it's still fine. I mean, if you want to hook up, that's totally fine. Like but, if yeah, like mm-hmm. if you want to do that, like that's cool with you, and I don't judge anybody. And that's like how monogamy has been people. kind of thrown out the window in uh, the gay community as well. Like you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people want to talk to other people because I mean, it's just. It's just the trend, but I'm sure you can find a lot of other people that think like, you know, that think like that in the community. I just don't know where you find them. Exactly. I agree with that. You know, yeah. I just, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I will agree with that. I do feel like there, there's a little bit of shame to it, um, but I also feel like, you know, there's a little bit of people still trying to figure themselves out. Um, yeah. And that's the, that's the and hard that's part. that's conversation right there. Right. Is growing up you know if you don't have that support system if you don't have the family to where you can be open and honest and talk about these things like if if you don't have that lgbtq figure in your life you know it's a struggle so like for me i didn't have that as a kid you know yeah my parents told me they were okay with it but at the same time it's like okay are you really okay with it are you just just saying that to make me feel better because yeah i was an emotional kid cried all the time um but it's it's kind of one of those things where i feel like being in the closet hurts a lot of people and especially for me because all i knew was talking online talking to these grown old ass men and you know wanting attention feeling special and so that was that was what i did that's that's what i looked for and then i eventually just decided you know I'm I'm an adult now. I have a car. I'm gonna get in this car and I'm gonna go see this person, um, and that's that's kind of how my journey started. Of, wow, I'm fucking now. Like I'm out here putting my life on the line, going to meet these random strangers that I met online, and it it just kind of built from there. So like that's where my mindset has been um, up until here recently. Um, Can I take the reins for a second? Because yeah. I kind of have a question for y'all since you're on this topic. So, like, well, specifically, like, you and Frosty, Biani, if you can answer this, like, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> okay. But, um, so, I've noticed this trend on TikTok where, well, not even just TikTok, but in life in general, LGBTQ people are more open and honest about, like, who they are and, like, you know, they're, like, when we were growing up, you didn't see like teen LGBTQA relationships. You didn't right. see shit like that. So just like now, like kids nowadays, they're more honest and open and free to be completely who they are right. in like a public setting, like even in school and stuff like that. I noticed with a lot of people, um, like a certain demographic, they'll like ditch the TikTok and they'll be like, so happy for like this generation but it makes me so sad for us you you get what i'm saying yeah i i get what you're saying um yeah i'm i i will say i'm i with especially with my friends i have always been open um yeah but i will say i'm very happy for this next generation because they are stepping into something amazing you know, you're you're being able to come out and be yourself. Yeah, there are still people in this world that disapprove, that you know, that are gonna judge, that are gonna hate, um, and say bad things about you. But at the end of the day, there's a lot more support 
open support now than there was originally. Um, so yeah, I, I, I have seen those TikToks and I appreciate those people for standing up and saying, you know, the things that they say and spreading the word and the message, like we're here, we're not going anywhere. We've always been here. You know, we just want to be treated like everybody else. Like nothing, not literally nothing about us makes us any different than you besides the people that we love. And Which that, honestly isn't even something that, I, I mean, I personally, I wouldn't even consider it like something important or like personality defining. You know what I mean? Right. Sure. One of the things and, that makes me go ahead, Frosty. Oh no, you're good. Um, you're only you're only, if I remember correctly, you're younger than me, right? Tyron. Or I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Oh, I think he froze. Oh, yeah, I did freeze. Go okay, ahead. cool. <laughs> I was <laughs> saying, yeah, you're younger than me, but I do think that in a lot of situations now, when it's like that thing where it's like not your personality or whatever um mm -hmm. i don't know if you were like out in high school or not um not no i wasn't because the thing is i really didn't start figuring that out about myself until i got older it was like one of those situations where like people would like say or assume but i'm like no that's not the case i'm just doing me you know what i mean yeah, I think a lot of gay people who end up getting kind of put into that situation of, like, it becomes their personality is because straight people made it their personality. Like, um, yes. I remember yes. the first year I was on campus in college, Jamarcus, like, I knew about you, but, like, you weren't just, like, out, out yeah. to, like, just everyone. Yep. And I was the gay kid on campus, Frosty, that gay kid. I did not realize that. I genuinely thought there were more than just me that first year. There was, but I was the only one that was like out, I remember. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it became, that was my identifier. Um, and that's the same way it was, as it was in a high school where it was super small and stuff. So I think, you know, you have to unlearn that behavior of making it your whole personality. But to answer Demarcus's original question, um, yeah, I saw, I see a lot of those TikToks and I think it's just so sweet um, that people are getting things like Love, Simon and Love, Victor. And, um, these types yeah. of shows that are representative and it kind of ties really nicely into what Tyron had said earlier where it's, you know, we didn't get that. Like, we didn't get to see gay romance. Mm -hmm. um, all of the movies I saw that were gay growing up led in the gay character getting hate crimes and, like, killed in the end or they died of AIDS or, like, literally anything. Yep. Um, so... I think that's also another reason why there's not a ton of like romance or whatever because that's a very straight safe concept that we haven't been able to have for a long while i think that Absolutely. you know it's lucky that this generation's getting to kind of experience like oh you can work at a coffee shop together and then like you know whatever it is <laughs> like whatever the situation is like I think it's cute they get that. Um, and I am sad that we didn't get it, but it doesn't diminish how I feel happy for the next set that do. Yeah, I agree. Um, I was sitting here smiling again because you brought up movies and TV, and I was sitting here thinking, um, as a child, I used to, to watch uh, The Logo Network. Um, and that's where I saw, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where I, that's where I got all of my gay culture from. Uh, so, Ooh, um, what a place. I'm sorry. I, I know. Cause it, if, uh, what'd you say, Tyra? 
I'm sorry, it froze. I missed the whole like last part. <laughs> um, so I was explaining how, as a child, I learned all of my gay qualities and concepts from Logo Network because that's where all the gay movies and TV shows used to come. A on, logo. So, yeah, and then when they canceled it, I was yeah. kind of sad. I was like, damn, I, I like I enjoyed this. Um, the way I that I watched Eating around. Out so many times. Okay, favorite one was uh, Drama Club. Girl, the amount of just, I was just thirsty for representation. Those movies are fucking messy. That first movie where it's a fucking rape scene and it's like a rape fantasy or whatever, like that was not okay. I did not like that, but I was like, ooh, there may be like a crumb of gay people in this. I'm going to watch it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, I I don't know why that popped into my mind, but it did. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, so yes. um, For me... I so I had been straight for a good little bit. Um I didn't start to like or find men attractive until what sophomore year of high school. Um mm-hmm. and so it it it, it was just kind of weird to me, but I you know, I went with it, I ran with it and I was like, all right men and women are attracted you know i just i walk around the school looking at everybody (laughs) so it you know it didn't phase me and so um it did it did get kind of weird because um my mom did catch me watching gay porn um and i had to sit down and have that conversation with her you know and it always upsets me to see my mom cry um and she just she just i remember i'll never forget she just sat there and she cried and she looked at me and she goes uh, you know, you can talk to me and tell me what's wrong. Like, I just, I just don't understand. You know, I just, like, I, I just don't know what to do. And I was like, like, it's, it's fine. It's okay. Like, there's nothing for you to do. Like, when I, when I'm ready, I yeah. will talk to you and let you know what's going on. Um, and then later on that day, I ended up having a conversation with my dad, which is so awkward because I, mm-hmm. I never talked to my dad about any of my problems. You know, he, I just, I just never did. I just kept everything to myself. You know, and so. For him to not necessarily confront me, but to come up to me, um, I remember I, it was at, we were at his um, aunt's house, and he was grilling out, and we were standing in the kitchen, and he goes, you know we need to talk, and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to have this conversation with you, because I know, I know what it's about to be about, so I'm like starting to cry, and he goes like, everything's fine, he goes like, you know we love you, like we're not going to try to change you or anything, we just want you to be happy, we want you to talk to us, so that way we can, we can find ways to, to talk to you, and I was like, okay, cool, like I got it, so I'm sitting there talking to him, um, and I told my dad, like, yeah, I find guys attractive, like I, I have these feelings, and I can't control them, but here we are. Um, cause, cause he thought he was like, oh, well, you're just curious, you know? And I was like, well, yeah, I am curious because I want to know what the fuck is going on with me. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was a pretty good conversation. Um, and then as time went on later on, I, I didn't realize that my mom had been struggling, uh, with accepting me because she was still struggling with accepting herself. And that was, that was, yeah, that I didn't learn that until later on (laughs) after I had left the house. And then I realized, you know, now it all makes sense as to why my mom sat there and cried. And she really didn't know what to do because deep down inside she was struggling. 
Um, And then to see her come out of her shell to embrace herself, and now she's happily married to a female, (laughs) um, it it was just beautiful to me. And then, you know, to be able to grow up and to grow closer to my dad and for him to be like, you know, I'm proud of you no matter what. And to be able to talk to him about my my private life that I had just kept to myself for so long felt amazing. Um, and I'm I'm very good. I really do think it's a blessing that you have that with your father, because especially like in the black community, like that's you can't do that. Honestly, not a lot of people could do that. Yeah, or I don't could even say that. So it's a blessing. Too. Yeah, I saw. Um, that reminds me. I saw a TikTok the other day. Um, I don't remember what uh, channel it is or whatever. Um, but have y'all seen y'all y'all have seen those videos where um, they have the room divided into lines and they have everybody standing in the middle and then they say a statement and have people move. Um, yeah. Oh, my God, well, I, know oh I know about. this video. I, I know, know what you're talking, talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> the other day, the the TikTok of the the black guy sitting there chilling and they had made the comment about um gay culture in the black community and it it touched me because i sat there and i thought about it i was like it is it's a problem um i don't care what anybody says all african americans they for some reason gay is just the worst thing you could be the 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 absolute worst worst. And I sat there and I watched that video and I was like, damn, I'm very grateful for my parents. But at the same time, there are a lot of people that don't have that. There are a lot of people that are struggling just because black people don't see it that way. Black people are just like, no, you of all things to be you, 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 you know, you're gay. So I can't I can't accept that in my household. And it's like, what the fuck? You know, like it, it makes no sense to me because you're allowing drug dealers, gangbangers, you know, rapists, rapists, right, pedophiles, literal rapists in in your home, family. in your family, but yet Three year God speakers. forbid your child is gay cuz then all hell breaks loose at that point cuz now we got to go to church, we got to pray for you, lay hands on you and do all this and, and ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, well you need to go talk to your grandmother. No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like it it, it doesn't need to be all that. I should be able to come to you and tell you this is who I am this is where I'm at, this is how I feel, you should be able to love me and accept me. Even though you don't understand it, that's fine, but I still need that support and I need you to be there and, and to, to help me. That's, that's literally all that I need. I don't need you to try to, to fix me or try to solve anything or- um, what re- Right, um, but yeah. what really gets me is um, when people, when people I don't want to say it's unintentionally uh, because there is some intention behind it where they try to force straight things upon you or they try to f- force a family friend or something on you. It's like, oh, well, you should meet this person and hang out with them and do this. And I'm like, I see, I, like, I, I, like, I understand and I see what you're trying to do. But at the same time, it's like, just just stop and let me do this on my own. Just it's just so lame to me because the thing is, because I was having this conversation last night. I don't remember who I was talking to, but the thing is, it's like, we were literally kids. The thing is, it's not even a situation of you're gay, you're straight. It's the issue within the black community dealing with femininity within black men. Anything that even, honestly, I can't even just say the black community. I kind of feel like the Christian community sometimes um, in general. 
when you see femininity in a man, you automatically assume that he's like gay or something. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people feel like being feminine is a form of weakness. Mm-hmm. if that makes any sense mm-hmm. that's why women get a lot of scrutiny that's why people feel like women are like the weakest link because they feel like you you put femininity with weakness and then that brings me to another point like people like a masculine woman like for a lot of people it's sometimes more acceptable than like a feminine man mm-hmm. but don't get me wrong like queer women they still like deal with a lot and under a lot of scrutiny but i kind of feel like the scrutiny isn't as prevalent because a lot of people specifically heterosexual males they kind of um equivalate they view women's queerness as like a form of pleasure for them Mm -hmm. that's why it's okay that's why that's kind of okay if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. like a girl is allowed to experiment stuff like that a guy couldn't do the same, but it's okay for a girl because it's quote unquote for the male gaze when it really isn't, but that's how they perceive it. Go ahead. No, I mean, and no, that's a really great point. I feel like it's not just the, you know, it, I, first of all, I can't speak to the experience of being a black gay male. I'm white for anyone yeah. in the crowd. If you couldn't tell from, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but I will say that, uh, I'm really happy to hear how your coming out experiences were. Um, Mine was very traumatic. Uh, It was met with a lot of anger and a lot of things going on. Not to expose anybody, but one of my family members when I was younger, I remember in third grade, I got called the F word and I didn't really know what that meant. So I just asked one of my family members and they said to me, and this is in third grade, they were like, that means a gay person. And I was like, well, what's a gay person? Like, I'd never heard any of this. And they were mm-hmm. like, oh, that's someone who hurts children. Like, that was the type of household I grew up in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for years, it's been bad. But the whole feminine versus masculine thing, that's not just like a, a Black community problem or a Christian community problem. Mm-hmm. We have that problem in the gay community. That is misogyny. It's You can see it in yeah. like... Um, like in the whole grinder profiles where it's like no fins, uh, like a lot of times those people are the ones who don't, they hate women. Like mm-hmm. it's, I don't know how to articulate that properly, <laughs> but I think you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, I, I got you. I, I get what you're saying. Like it's just an extension of that. And that's also what homophobia is a lot of times is it's disgusting for a masculine man to see someone be in the role of a woman to them and it's just i mean that's not the case at all so um and it's all subjective at the same time because it's just like you're coming to these conclusions and grips based off of what you were taught growing up what is quote unquote okay and what is not okay and then i really feel like with us being americans it's kind of prevalent it's a prevalent thing within American culture because if you go somewhere else, nine times out of 10, the ideals are going to be completely different. Well, correction, not completely different, but it contrasts like really, really hard. I got you. Cause I kind of realized that when I went to Spain. Hmm. I don't know. I just, I, mm, I feel like gay culture in America is just fucked all the way around. Um, Mm-hmm. Just, just because of the heterosexuals, 
don't know. Something just don't sit right with me. It just don't sit right with me. Um, Girl, I was in, so y'all know I was in Denver uh, a couple, like a day or two ago, right? I was yeah. there to see a concert. I'm not even going to say who this was. If anyone cares to look into it, they can <laughs> later down the road if this ever gets drug up again. But I was at this like kind of country, like a uh, folky concert. Mm-hmm. And in the first. Frosty, you froze up. Oh, I thought it was me. <laughs> I thought it was me. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's stuck. I... <laughs> he's coming back. Just give him a moment. Okay. It should hit back any moment now. Um, Biani, don't think I forgot about you sitting here. I'm gonna get to you in a second. Don't don't. Yeah, I'm I, sorry it got all heavy. I was not expecting. No, that's listen. I listen, listen and learn. Oh man, on his little picture yet? looks. He had some like good tea, also. I know he did, and he's gonna have to tell the story all over again when he comes back. Oh, okay, he, he just left, and he's gonna come back. Okay, just <laughs> a moment. Uh, but yeah, Beyondy, don't think I forgot about you. I ain't forgot. We gonna we gonna get to you because I is I, it appropriate? Yeah, it's appropriate. <laughs> okay, I'm holy. Holy, I'm an angel, <laughs> girl. Yeah, you God, got I this. can't believe I'm on recording talking about all holy of as my I honestly would never. Yeah, beyond the, oh, how do yeah tell us tell us about your experience growing up what? in a Hispanic household. How do you feel? Uh, and uh, the the uh-oh. the type of men that you like. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 uh, talk about the let's unpack oh that while, shall we while we wait for Frosty to return. Okay. Oh God! Okay, the kind of men I like. Um, He's coming back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, they didn't want me on here at all. (laughs) Yeah, you you froze up and then you were gone. I was gone. Anyways, at this concert, I checked Grinder. There was like three gay people in an entire like three gay people within a four mile radius. Like it was sketches hell, but um. But I don't even know how I got on the subject now after trying to reconnect. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, all I got to say is I was fucking scared. Straight people made me nervous. I was like, I am not in my community right now. It's wild because I surround myself with people. I don't think I know a single like straight person other than like coworkers at this point. Like all my friends are part of. Oh, and Biani. Biani is straight. I, yeah. think. <laughs> I, think last I, heard I don't it. even know about the time. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure now that I'm thinking about it. Beyond is the only straight individual I know. So. <laughs> I question myself a lot. I wouldn't consider myself like bisexual, maybe like curious, but I guess a straight Ooh. just curious. Ooh. A straight cur- a curious straight person. There you go. Okay. See, I, I okay. I'm okay with that. I I'm cool with Cause that. Because I tell this to Jamarcus a lot and maybe even y'all too. I like scroll through TikTok and I'm like, dang, I think I'm lesbian now, or something, yeah. or like, I would, I would, I would die for this human, and it's like a female <laughs> or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. So I don't know. I'm. I, I don't even know what I am. But yeah. Okay. So yeah. Could, since we're back to you, continue. Tell us. Uh, yeah. About <laughs> your growing up in a Hispanic household and how that affects your dating oh, life. Oh God. How it affects my daily life. Your daily life. Well, now that I'm grown, it's mostly normal. Mm -hmm. At least I think it is. Um, I still live with my parents, so I still have to ask permission to do a lot of stuff. 
Um, I wouldn't say I have a curfew, but I have a curfew. Even though it's not like an official set curfew, I guess. Um, what was it that you asked earlier? What type of men I'm into? Yeah. What's your, oh what's your type? What's, yeah, tell us what's your type. Because I know I don't you, even it know changes. How to, like, answer it. I don't even know how to answer it. It's like. I know how to answer it. Oh, God. Uh-oh. I'm. Dang. <laughs> I grew up around a lot of like toxic masculinity mm-hmm. like a lot of it like an obnoxious amount of it yeah. so just like being surrounded by like a completely hispanic household and like a completely hispanic family like my like perspective of men was like they're just toxic all around so like i feel like once i like started like dating around a little bit and all this um i think that was just like the one thing i was like I can't date a Hispanic because here's like the stereotype and I hate stereotyping, but like all Hispanic men are just full of like toxic, toxic masculinity, excuse me. And it took a lot of learning to learn that not everyone is like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I could date a Hispanic now, but I just like, there are certain things that I just like, I can't let slide Mm -hmm. as far as again, going back to the whole toxic masculinity thing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, there's a fucking lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Okay, well, that's what we're gonna do. Cause I, I'm kind of interested to oh, know, God. Tyron. I want you to, I want you to, I guess everybody's type. He knows mine. <laughs> Girl, wait a, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We are not doing this. This is messy. I can't say what I actually think. Oh no. This is a setup. I this didn't... is a motherfucking setup. <laughs> no, I. Yachty, I... <laughs> I think your type is wonderful, no, wonderful individual. <laughs> I Tyron's gonna put you on blast, but I'm not gonna do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. We're, we're <laughs> <Go waiting. ahead. laughs> Tyron, we can't hear you. Uh oh. <laughs> this man said wonderful, wonderful people. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, come back. Yeah, I I was actually saying a lot of things. My AirPods had I decided to. I thought you were just being quiet. I was like, dang. No, I was saying a lot of things. Well, okay, I don't want to do that because um, I'm not gonna do y'all like that. That's just not it. Well, we can revisit that. Can we come back to that? Yeah, we can... I have a question for Biani. Uh oh. Like yeah, considering we can come back after to everything. That. No, like this is kind of like a deep question. Ooh. So something that I've noticed is um, something that's been like talked about because I don't know if like Frosty knows or Demarcus knows, but like mm-hmm. lately I've been really like um, enjoying um, Hispanic like culture, like from a, a respectful standpoint. So like <laughs> Hispanic culture has been like popping up on my TikTok feed through things that I've liked. Um, and basically, I've, like, gone into this conversation about, um, like, gender roles and stuff like that within the Hispanic community. Mm. And something that's always talked about is how the woman is always expected to be all nurtured. Like, don't get me wrong, like, a lot of communities are like this, but I'm talking specifically about the Hispanic community. Um, women are, like, traditionally expected to, like, baby their husbands or something like that. Like, it's kind of, yeah, it's a conversation that they've been having a lot. And then, like, like 
this girl, she gave an example. She grew up in a Hispanic household. Her older sister, who was like gone in college, she had to come home for a week when her mother left and went back to Mexico to go help her mother's funeral or whatever, because her father didn't know how to take care of the kids <clears throat> by himself. Mm. I just want you to like talk about like gender roles within the Hispanic community a little bit. Cause like from what I understood um, with that whole conversation was like, the men like you know they do provide and they do protect but it's just like in turn on the nurturing side like they don't know what they're doing they're kind of like not involved and don't get, again that i know this isn't like specific to the hispanic community um because you know like a lot of communities have their own vices or whatever but mm -hmm. yeah go ahead i, I was just wondering mm -hmm. if you could elaborate on that because i thought it was an interesting conversation well, no, yeah, it is. Um, and I definitely see where, like, the babying thing comes in, kind of. Um, kind of going back to, again, like, the whole little topic about gender roles, but, like, oh, the women are in charge of the household, they're in charge of the kids, they're in charge of making sure there's food on the table or, like, cooked food or whatnot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like as a Hispanic woman... Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like that's true just because like as the oldest Hispanic sibling as well, yeah. like a lot of the stuff that like, I don't know, I'm basically like the second mom of the house. It feels like, even though that's not how it is at all, but definitely feels like it. Cause like, Oh, if my mom is not here, then who does everything else? It's going to be Biani. Um, my dad's actually for the most part, more like self-sufficient though. But, like, from, like, some other just, like, experiences that I have witnessed, like, um, within our own community. Um, a good example, my uncle. Love him. Love him. But, God, he don't even know how to serve himself with, like, little bowl of beans. Like, it's that bad. And you're like, oh, uh, he'll put something in the microwave. But, like, no, he'll, he won't push the buttons or he won't know how to heat up a tortilla correctly or whatever or the tortillas were done wrong and having to fix it and everything like um while everyone's sitting at the table oh can you get up and get me a soda out the fridge um like you don't you don't have two feet you can't get up and get it yourself no you can't because there's men they're supposed to be babied um so yeah definitely there's a lot a lot a lot of gender roles within the hispanic community yeah. um within like the parents obviously men and women I think Breezer just walked in. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> well, just to elaborate a little bit on uh, what she was saying, since she's a little indisposed at the moment, um, is all that stuff about how, like, not being able to fix your own plate and stuff. I've been learning a lot about how it's, a lot of that's weaponized incompetence. Like, um, when a man Ooh. doesn't think like he should be responsible for doing something mm. and that's a woman's job i don't know how to do that um like oh i don't know how to heat up whatever like i don't know these tr i don't know how to sweep i don't know how to do dishes like well, whatever shit bitch you and they'll be do starving. it wrong on purpose so oh yeah so that to do it again and then women just think men are stupid but really what it comes down to is it's worse than that they're malicious and they're yep. doing this mm -hmm. because they're trying to enforce gender roles through this weird psyop psychology bullshit like, absolutely because mm -mm, be they know damn well how to do things god forbid they're alone like 
in a legitimate like situation, they know how to feed themselves. They know how to, for the most part, be hygienic when you know when it comes down to it. Like otherwise, like it's also abusive. Like very, very much is like Like, because then it's like women don't feel like they can leave, right? No, it's very mentally abusive. Yeah, mm. fuck all of that. I'd been done killed me somebody because I'll be damned. You gonna starve today, motherfucker. I best believe that, and I best oh. best believe your clothes won't be sitting there come tomorrow morning when you get ready for work. Oh fuck all that. Ain't nobody got time for all that. See, oh yeah, yeah and God the forbid they're not be I clothes couldn't. there. Then it's a whole problem, and they guilt them, and it's like, oh yeah, no, I oh, couldn't you have my clean clothes Mm-mm. out folded for me in my specific spot, and I couldn't find anything, so I had to wear, I had to wear yesterday's dirty clothes. I couldn't be in a relationship Excuse like that because I'd be like, killed me a motherfucker. That mm-hmm. yeah, that's a legit thing that I have witnessed before. See, I'm a really independent person, and I've been like that. Like, like I was washing my own clothes when I was a child. I right. was cleaning the kitchen and shit when I was a kid. So like, I'm I'm a very self sufficient person. So like, to hear stuff like this, it's just foreign to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes no sense. Like, what are y'all on? Like, that's really how I feel. I don't know. And, and you but Demarcus, can, you can I'm tell. sorry I keep asking all these deep questions. No, you're fine. You're fine. I know this is supposed to be a lighthearted show. Oh no, it's it's so, it, it can be whatever yeah. you want it to be. Um, no, it's funny to me because that you talk about uh, uh, gender roles because um, I I see it a lot in college students, um, and I saw oh. it a lot at Lagrange College. Let me uh, mute my mic. Oh <laughs> because, my God. Not you saying it out loud. Uh, because you know some, yeah. I I just don't understand how people have gone their entire lives expecting things to be done for them, or they they expect a female to do things. Oh well, my mom always did this. I didn't. I never had to do this. Oh now I'll play you. That ain't gonna work. <laughs> I wish y'all could hear Tyron talking because <laughs> this man is. Uh, but you know, um, it's yeah, it's it's just one of those things where, I, it, and at least for me, it, growing up in a black household, you were raised to be independent. You know, you were raised disciplined, and you you're gonna do these regard. You're gonna do these chores. You're gonna do this regardless of whether you're a guy or a girl. Uh, because if your parents ask you to do it, guess what? You're gonna do it. Otherwise, you're gonna get your ass hit in the mouth. Uh, so it's like, I I just I just don't I don't get it and. That was part of the reason why I never spent so much time in Ohio and I was always in LaGrange every other weekend. Um, one, because I miss my friends, but two, being there, the the college kids that I were that I was living with, they were just so entitled. And I noticed that from day one because immediately th- when talking to the guys living in the house, you know, they wouldn't say a word. They wouldn't say a single word coming into the house, nothing. But the parents would, and that confused me because I'm like, your child's in college. Like, they're adults. Like, at this point in time, they're sophomores and juniors living in this house. So they've been here long enough to know better. They Like, they've been here long enough to know I'm an adult. I'm on my own. I need to be able to do things on my own but no that's not how it worked like these kids went to their parents for every little thing if they had a problem with me it'd go to the parent and then I'd get emails in the middle of the night like what's going on like this is between me and your child this is not between me and you I don't you know like I don't need adults screaming cussing at me yelling at me knocking on my door 
every single day because your child has a problem. Like if your child has a problem, they can come to me with the problem because you come I'm to not me, gonna lie, you though, coming to me with the problem. It's not going to get fixed. And they insert themselves into the, those situations. No, cause not, not, I can, mm. I can relate from it in a sense. My mother, I love her, but the reason why like the past four years, anything that went down in school, I didn't tell her because my mom would have been up there trying to hurt somebody. Like my mother, she she has that mom, mama bear mentality. She mm. does. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sorry. It's just hard to it's hard to talk about certain things. Um, but no, my mother, okay. she has like a mama bear mentality. Mm-hmm. So it's just like if I was to tell my mother that other people were hurting me she would be at the school honestly ready to shoot somebody to be honest so i get that that's how my mom was but see i i was able to tell my mom hey no don't do this and she'd be like oh i'm not gonna do it if you don't want me to do it yeah don't do it like it's my mama's let me handle it what she wants she i so my mom was a single mom uh my dad had left uh I was like 14 or 13 and so mom had to do a lot uh she had to work and do you know a lot of things that were traditionally considered more masculine Mm -hmm. and i remember gaining so much confidence out of that um i had to do like i took care of the kids like i did homework with them i made dinner kept the house kind of clean tried to make sure things were calm because i knew she was at work and you want to talk about like brutally like harmful gender roles is the way that my like certain members of my family would say to my mom that like when things would go wrong with the kids like the kids would do something wrong that it was because she wasn't around enough and because moms need to be home with their kids and it was like i don't know how they expected us to live and that's just how out of touch my family is with like Mm -hmm. what happens when you're a single parent Mm -hmm. because they were all in situations where they got to keep with their spouse or like didn't want to leave or whatever reason, uh, but we just weren't in that spot. So that's when, you know, that's kind of ways that harmful generals have hit me personally is just, I hate to see how, you know, mom blames a lot of the stuff on herself when she was just doing her best. Um, but because of that, I am a very uh, resourceful adult. I cook, I clean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I can take care of myself. And I signed up for college by myself. I moved out to Illinois. I set everything up for that. I didn't have any help whatsoever with any of it. It was the first for a lot of things. And so I'm thankful for the fact that I had that experience growing up. Hell yeah. I wasn't babied. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, mm. Yeah, there's there's no better feeling than being on your own, um, especially when you've done it for so long. Um, Hello. I refused. I told myself once I graduated high school, I was not coming back home. And my freshman year, I did. I now I did go back home the uh, summer before sophomore year. I did go back home that summer. Um, I had just gotten my my first car, and I had just started working, so I was saving up money or whatever. But after that, I refused to go back home. Um, mm-hmm. And being out here on my own just it has taught me so much. Um, and I, and I'm glad that, um, my mom was a single mom, um, from the time that I was, uh, shit, 10, nine or 10, 
Um, so yeah, I, I completely understand where you're coming from of trying to be mom and dad. Um, and that's honestly the big, the beginning of me noticing my mom's struggles. Um, I didn't really pay attention to it cause I was, I was a kid, you know, you were taught to stay out of grown folks business. Um, and I never really had a male figure in my life. You know, I would only see my dad every now and then because my mom hated him. Um, my mom blamed him for everything. And, you know, it was just, it was just a, a bad situationship. Um, and then I noticed, you know, my mom had all these men. She had boyfriends, like it was nobody's business because she was she was trying to fill that void of not having my dad and also trying to take some of the weight off of herself of raising me and my brother um so yeah you you know seeing that as a child you have to grow up really quickly you become very independent um mm -hmm. because now you're the man of the house you have to you have to take control and be there for your mom um so i completely understand that i get that um those words haunt me for multiple reasons Man of the house, literally. Mm. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Ooh, going back to generals, you know what words haunt me? What? <laughs> how the way I was basically kind of like forced to learn how to cook. What are you gonna do when you get married? Not know how to cook? Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's terrible because men really don't know how to cook. Mm -mm. I don't know how to cook that well. I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> I know how to make a few. The thing is, I I actively try though. Like mm -hmm. one thing I can say about mm -hmm. me is I try. You got people who don't know how to cook who don't try. Mm -hmm. Like they're just terrible. They eat Taco Bell every day. Like I yeah. can't. If my mom and my mm -hmm. grandmother didn't teach me how to cook, I don't know where I'd be. I'd We'd be about three pounds deep in some Taco Bell right now. You're right. Girl, the way that I just decided I was going to start doing stuff too, that time I made that. Frosty that, can cook, okay? Can. Uh, can. But that time that I made that salsa, salsa pasta at um, okay. What's Her Face's house. And that was oh, yeah, when I was dog sitting. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, that you pasta did that. was so good. You were like, no. oh, roasted tomatoes. Nah, it was roasted salsa. The summer when y'all worked at the um, apartment complex and he did a pasta when I came to stay yes. the week. Yes. Oh my God. Then we had the it's cheesecake so right after we were watching yes. Lifetime. Oh, Girl. Oh, See, but you were only there for a week. We a week. would do it like every, every other day. day. Yeah. <laughs> and that I summer is the best summer time. of my entire life. Unfortunately, this is where I have to cut you short. Um, the story is about to get really juicy, I promise. Um, however, I did have to cut this episode into two parts. Uh, so just click that right arrow and skip to part two to continue your journey. Um, I hope you've enjoyed everything so far, and I can't wait for you to hear the rest. As always, be easy.